As real estate investors, we spend a ton of money marketing, trying to generate leads so we can get the deals that we're looking for. But if you're one of these investors that hangs up as soon as somebody tells you they're not interested, then you are not closing as many deals as you should be. So in this episode of an investor's journey, I am going to show you the most common objections that we get from sellers and how to overcome them so you can drastically increase the amount of deals you are closing today. So with that being said, let's get into the show. So the question is always the same. How do I get into real estate investing if I have no money? How do I find deals? How do I negotiate deals? How do I find contractors and manage rehabs? How do I get the money to even buy these houses, to hold these houses? How does a rental work? How do you manage a rental? How do you manage tenants? How do you borrow money? How do you borrow money with almost no interest? How are all these things done and how are they done the right way? Well, I am John Barbera, and this is an investor's journey where we share with you how to invest in real estate the right way and how to get into it with no money, how to do this with real tactics that are working today in the market that we're in right now with things that we are personally doing. So welcome to the show. I'm your host. John Barbera. And in this show of an investor's journey, we like to show you exactly what it is that works for us, strategies that we do on a daily basis. This is how you really invest in real estate. No hype, no fluff. So I hope you guys enjoy this show. This one is a part of a series I'm going to be doing on how to deal with sellers, appointments, everything. We're going to cover everything having to do with sellers. Uh, this works if you're a wholesaler, especially, or even if you're just a regular investor like us that we're buying flips and rentals, but we do our own marketing as well. So make sure you check out that whole series in order not to miss anything, hit that subscribe button and you will be notified every time we drop a new video. So you're one of the first to get it. Um, with that being said, I do want to remind you that we also have a podcast. So wherever you listen to podcasts, just look for an investor's journey and you'll be able to get it on the go on audio format, wherever it is. All of these shows are all archived on our podcast and on our YouTube channel. So let's get into it. You're dealing with a homeowner, right? There's a mindset that you need to have before you even begin negotiating, before you even begin actually closing somebody is you need to understand that you need them to open up to you. The only way to get them to open up is you need to connect. You got to find ways to connect with the homeowner. You got to find anything, whatever it is. You cannot be so quick, straight to the point, because then they will be quick and straight to the point in telling you to go screw yourself pretty much. So if you show a little bit more interest, you show a little bit more empathy, a little bit more kindness, you tend to get a lot more people willing to connect with you. And it's also going to be much easier to overcome objections this way than it is for you to just be direct and on to the next. If that's your mindset, then there's no wonder why you're not closing in as many deals. But if you're going in with that mentality that, you know, you want to get them to open up, you want to get them to connect, it will get you to a point where now you're able to actually dig in on what the real problem is for them. So what is the real motivation? What is the real reason they may be considering selling? It's never the money. I mean, get that in your head. Like it's never the money. You understand? It's what the money can get them. And we need to understand what is it that that money can get them that they need. 
because a lot of times we as investors can get them that same solution for a lot less than what they think. So keeping those things in mind, let's get into the objections. All right. The first objection, and this one gets, I would say probably 85, 90% of you guys off the phone instantly. You call them, whatever your opening line is, you know, Hey, so-and-so I'm looking to give you an offer on your house, whatever it is. They say, I'm not interested. Okay. Thank you. That's it. They got to chew off the phone in two seconds. You're terrible. <laughs> you suck. This is not, this is not how you get deals done. You understand? Somebody says, I'm not interested. The majority of the time from our experience, it has, they're telling you that because they want you off the phone. They don't want to be on the phone. So it's easier for them to just say, Hey, I'm not interested instead of actually talking about, you know, possibly selling their home. Maybe they were all of these things. So what you want to do when somebody says, I'm not interested, what we always follow up with is there's an excellent book that I recommend everybody gets called influence. They just came out with a revised version. Uh, it's, you know, 10 times thicker than the first version. Uh, but he talks about something called social proof. So we use social proof to that, that same technique to get them to open up a little bit more. So what we do is whenever they tell you, Hey, I'm not interested. We say, well, uh, okay. But if you don't mind me asking with so many people around you that are selling their homes right now and putting their homes on the market, do you mind me asking why you're not interested? So now you're using social proof. You're saying there's people in your area. So your own peers are selling their homes. Why don't you want to sell your home? So what that has done for us is it gets us to get to the bottom of, do they really not want to sell or are they just trying to blow us off because they don't want to be on the phone? If they really don't want to sell, that's perfectly fine. We won't call them again, but if they're looking to just get us off the phone, we want to know, we want to understand, like, maybe you do want to sell one thing that you, I promise you, you're going to hate yourself for is as soon as they say they're not interested and you hang up. A month later, you see somebody else selling that same deal. And you're going to be like, what the hell? These sellers are jerks. They're lying to me. You know, what can you do? They won't tell you anything, blah, blah, blah. It's all excuses. It's you didn't do your job to overcome these objections. All right. So when somebody's not interested, that's, we use that strategy, social proof, ask yourself, what is another thing I can ask them that can get them to open up with me? to tell me the real reason. Ask yourself that and you're going to become much better at overcoming this objection. If you're marketing to absentee homeowners, getting the objection of I have a tenant in it right now is very common. And a lot of you guys don't know how to respond to that because you say, oh man, yeah, they got a tenant in there. That doesn't matter to investors, to real investors. That doesn't matter. If they're a decent tenant, I'll keep them. I'll buy the house with the tenant in there. I have no problem. You understand? But you got to let them know that because a lot of times they think because they have a tenant in place, there's who the hell is going to want to buy a house with a tenant in place. A ton of investors, a ton of investors will want to buy a house with a good tenant in place. So you got to let them know that you got to let them know that, you know, I have a tenant in place. Oh, that's perfectly fine. If, if they're a good tenant and you like them, we don't mind taking over that lease and keeping them in there. That's precisely why I wanted the property. I want it as a rental myself. Now, what that does is they're going to tell you, well, actually, they're terrible tenants. 
hey, that's a strong motivation right there, right? And you're going to be able to get past that barrier of I have a tenant, let me hang up versus I have a tenant, let's discuss this, right? So if the tenant is terrible, you know, we, we can deal with that. We can get them, we can buy the house with the tenant in place and we'll worry about getting them out afterwards. It will become our problem. You understand? Of course, you know, big caution here. You need to be an experienced investor or no one to make sure that you can do that and you can handle that process. Because if you're doing a barely marginal deal, it's gonna suck to be able to have to get a bad tenant out of there. So you wanna make sure you measure your risk reward, but it can be done. And if it's a good tenant, then great. You know, you just take over the, the, the lease, you create a new one, you honor the terms and you do what you want. You're the new landlord at that point. So again, not an objection you can't overcome, but if you hang up as soon as they say they have a tenant in there or you let them think that that's enough, then you lost that one. Another one is where do I go if I sell my house? Now, if you're marketing, you know, a lot of times you'll deal with people that are older. Where do they go is a very valid question. And a lot of, a lot of investors, especially wholesalers, they're like, um, yeah, I guess, you know, you don't want to sell. No, they just don't know what their options are. So you got to tell them, but like when this is exactly how the conversation goes, well, if I sell my house, where do I go? Oh, I completely understand. We can definitely help you with that. There's a lot of people like you that, you know, they want to downsize or maybe your house is starting to need a lot more upkeep, a lot more upgrades. And you want to sell this one, take the equity and move into a property that's already updated that you don't have to do that. Maybe you want to relocate closer to family on another side of town, you know, whatever that may be. So we are here to help you understand which route is going to be the best one, how much money you're going to have in your pocket when it's all said and done. So you see, is it worth selling or not? Now you're having a dialogue. Remember, you're trying to connect with them. You're trying to get them to open up. So now you're having a dialogue. Now they're thinking in their head, yeah, you know, maybe I do want to downsize or maybe, you know, especially when they're older, uh, a lot of them, they've owned their, they've been in their house for 15, 20 years and haven't updated it in about as long. So it's like, yeah, you know, I've been having problems with this water heater or my AC has been acting up or this. And they start thinking about like, I didn't, I didn't think about that. And right now the market's so hot, I can sell for top dollar. So you start helping them understand that they actually have options and they all lead to you, right? Because if you're a good investor, a good investor is a good problem solver. If you're a good problem solver, you're going to be able to help them no matter what. Hey, podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you want to get very exclusive insider tips and strategies that nobody else is getting, then you need to join our text community by texting podcast to 210-794-9898. That's 210-794-9898. Text the word podcast and you will start receiving insider information, things that are happening that we're realizing that we're implementing in real time that other people have no access to. So make sure you text us now. Now back to this show. What about the objection? I don't want any low ball offers, right? <laughs> if you've been doing this for any amount of time, you've gotten that a few times. I don't want any low ball offers. They're already in a pissed off mood. What you got to do in this moment is you got to bring them down. Remember, 
You got to connect. You don't connect with somebody if you meet them at their level. You got to bring them down to yours, a calmer level. So you, how the conversation goes. I don't want a low ball offer. Man, you know, I, I honestly understand. I understand you're probably getting a ton of low ball offers. You're getting these people that are just submitting offers out of the blue. Nothing makes any sense. You know, they haven't even gone to see the house and they're submitting these offers. I mean, how do you even know that those offers are real? You know, even if it sounds good, but how do you know? They haven't even seen the house yet. How do you know that that's the actual offer, right? So I understand exactly what you're going through. I understand exactly what you mean. And all I can tell you is we don't do lowball offers. I will show you exactly all the numbers and everything and where we need to be at. And none of my offers, you know, are set in stone. You are more than happy to reject them. We're just here to try to help you as best as we can, provide a good service for you. And if you like the offer, great, we move forward. Is this something that you would be interested in? You understand? Like, that's exactly how we do it. You know, maybe some slight variation, right? Depends on the conversation. I'm very, uh, I don't do scripts. I'm more off the cuff, as you can see. But that's pretty much where you're going at is you're, you're addressing that. Yes, there are people, so many people out there submitting lowball offers, submitting offers over the phone. They haven't seen the house submitting offers over email. They haven't seen the house, all of this. You're pretty much discrediting all of these other people that have done that. So now in their head, they're thinking, you know, right. Yeah. They haven't come to see my house. Yeah. You should probably see my house, right? Yeah. You should probably come check it out and see what it is. I love going to see the houses in person because in person you connect much better. You really get to op get them to open up. You get to look around, see things that you can use to connect with them. If they're into a sport you're into a religion, whatever it may be, you can use that and, and connect with them at a point where they're like, all right, this person is an actual human being I can talk to and we can try to sort this out. My favorite objection that we get quite frequently, I want a million dollars. Right. And the house is probably worth 200 grand. This is so common. It, you know, these are the people that are pretty much telling you to go screw yourself without telling you to go screw yourself. A lot of people are like, all right, you know, that guy's not interested. Let me hang up. Not me. I'm still breaking through that. I, they tell me I want a million dollars. Be like, all right, well, you know, that's the price isn't, uh, the million dollars wouldn't be the issue. Uh, the only thing is that looking at the houses in your area, they're all selling around 200 grand. Do you mind me asking, like, why do you feel that your house is worth a million dollars? Is there something that I'm not seeing? Do you have like more property attached to it, a bigger lot? Uh, what's causing the million dollar valuation? Almost every time, almost every time they open up, they're like, I, look, you know, I just, I'm tired of getting all these calls and everything. Now you go back to the previous things. You try to connect with me. Like, look, I completely understand. I understand how frustrating this much this must be. I'm I'm an actual investor here. I'm looking for property myself for myself for my portfolio, and you know I'm not here to waste anybody's time. I'm not here to waste my own time. So you know I understand. Like if you really don't care about selling your home, that no problem, no issue at all. But right now with the way the market is, there's so many people, especially in your area, selling their homes. There's people that are looking to downsize. They're looking to you know move to a better home or updated home, maybe a different side of town. So that's all it is, is I'm just calling them and seeing if you guys are interested, we can try to see if we can work something out. That's it. 
And a lot of times they do open up. And they open up and we start talking about their home. How much do they actually want for their home, right? And usually what they want, I mean, it's a number they pull out of their butt, you know, or it's the appraisal number. They don't know exactly what they want. It's up to you to tell them. It's up to you to tell them what is a realistic expectation. So even when somebody gives you a ridiculous number, that doesn't mean you walk away from the deal. You still want to dig and you want to figure out, is that really it? Or are they just blowing you off? Now, if you have any objections that you've come across that you don't know how to overcome, I want you to text those to me to 210-794-9898, and I will either shoot a video or text you back with how I would respond to that objection. So if you have any objections like that, that you're like, yeah, but what if they say this or they say that? Send them to me. Send them to me, and I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll reply to you and let you know exactly what I would do how I would respond. I've spoken to thousands of sellers. I've, I've heard it all. I've heard every single objection. So let me know what it is and I'll make sure to respond to you. Also make sure you check out the series up here and more videos. We have all types of training and everything that you can possibly want for real estate investing. So thank you guys for watching. I'll catch you on the next one.